Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced by Void Podcast LLC and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. To learn more about our podcast, please visit our website, www.void-podcast.com. On our website, check out our Patreon account, where you can find bonus episodes, Void merchandise, and other content like cast interviews and more. Please be sure to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. We hope you enjoy this episode of Void. During the last episode of Void, the crew began settling back in after their rescue, only to find discord and distrust had developed between certain members. Regina called a meeting to decide what happens next. Gilbin is increasing the depth of his experiments with the relic. And at the end of the episode, the Qingxi received communication from an unknown ship. Hey, Captain Rex. Um, what Attention. did you... Attention. Can anyone in that big old ship right there hear me? Anyone got their ears on? Who's that? I have no idea. She's been going on for ten minutes now. I was just waiting for you before I respond. What do they want? I don't know yet. She did mention something about having a fuel issue. Come on now. Someone's gotta be there, right? Please pick up and say hi, would ya? She sounds nice. With all we just went through, I wasn't sure if now was the best time to deal with an unknown ship. Yeah, I know what you mean. But doesn't the captain's code apply here? I guess it does. Alright, here we go. Attention, unknown ship. This is the Ching Shi. Approach no further, or you will be fired on. Well, there's certainly no reason for that attitude. We are a tiny vessel, as you can see and clearly no threat to your ship. We ran out of fuel and seek your help. Astrid, run thermal scan of unknown ship. Running thermal scan now. Scan complete. Two life forms detected. Unknown ship. How many of you are there? First, our ship name is the Starlight Express, I'll have you know. Secondly, it's just me and my wonderful husband, Terry. Well, at least she's not lying. So far, but she's way too nice. Yeah, that's a little weird. You think? What are you doing way out here, Starlight Express? Are you from the New Hope? Originally. We left a long time ago for a deep space excursion. Look, we're both awfully tired and thirsty. Is there any way we could talk about all this on your nice warm ship there? What do you think? I think she freaks me out a little bit, but I also think we should help them. I agree, but under guard. Heavy, heavy guard. Exactly. Okay, Starlight Express. The docking bay is on the starboard side. Dock there and remain in your ship until you are instructed to do otherwise. Failure to comply will result in extreme measures. Are we clear? Yes, ma'am. 
Starboard side. We'll await your instructions. Ching Shi, out. Attention, Sarabella and Gilbin. Meet Jonas and I at the docking bay with sidearms and armor. Anko and Ursula report to the bridge. We have guests, everyone. Starlight Express, open your hatch and walk out single file with your hands in the air. You, move over there. And you, to the other side. Keep your hands up. Bridge? Scans indicate they're clean, Captain. The ship also appears to be free of pathogens. Okay, everyone can remove helmets. Cerebella? They're clean, Captain. Who are you? And why did you approach my ship? I'm Pat. And I'm Derek. We're, We're the, the Mendelsons. And, well, we got ourselves into a bit of a pickle, I'm afraid. We were doing some deep space exploration. It's my passion. It's Pat's passion. And we just started running out of fuel. We figured one of the fuel pumps went bad. So, to conserve... That was Terry's idea. He's so smart, my Terry. Thanks. That's so sweet. You're the best, honey. But I digress. To conserve fuel, we went adrift, pointed toward the Mars Depot, and hoped we might make it there. As slow as you were moving? That was going to take a while. We thought so, too. But Pat and I are troopers. We sure are. It wasn't going to work anyway. I'm afraid there was an incident at the depot, and it's no longer safe to stop there. You don't say. What happened? We're sketchy on the details, but we heard part of it blew up. Well, I'll be. Did you hear that, Pat? Blew up. I sure did, Terry. I figure these folks just saved our lives. They sure did, Pat. It was by a stroke of luck that we happened upon your ship. A hell of a coincidence, I'd say. Some might call it divine intervention. My arms are getting a bit tired, I must confess. Do you mind terribly if we lowered them? Go ahead, but don't move. You'll have to forgive the extra security. We've been through a lot lately. Until we feel safe, you'll stay right where you are until we finish searching your ship. Cerebella? On it. We're happy to comply, Captain, uh... Rex. Captain Rex. Of a ching We're big on first names, darling. You can call me Pat. And you can call me Captain until we get to know you better. Okay, then. You said you were from the New Hope. How long have you been out here? About three years. I just love exploring deep space and finding new quasars. Aren't quasars powered by supermassive black holes? Oh, yes. And you like to get close to these things? Not close, but near enough to record what happens. Your ship doesn't really look all that well-suited for deep space travel. Especially considering quasar hunting. We had to go with what we had access to. I'm sure you understand, given how expensive ships are on the station. Your ship must have cost a doozy! I get it. I'm curious, though. What's up with the blast marks on that side? We ran into a little problem with some miners on a moon we settled on for a spell. Moon miners? There are freelance miners who travel to mine minerals on different moons. 
Some of them are nasty fillers, I can tell you that. That's true. A lot of them are dicks. This ship is clean, Captain. Except for this one pulse gun. Is that all you had to defend yourselves? My Terry's a lover, not a fighter. I couldn't find any ship logs. Were you keeping records of anything? We're not big on record keeping. That might be what got us into trouble in the first place. When you're right, you're right, Pat. Otherwise, nothing unusual. About the ship, anyway. Alright. You're clear for now. Welcome to the Qingxi. As our guests, you will be escorted at all times by our security officer, Cerebelle Rayon. Do as she says, and things will go fine. If you're caught roaming around the ship without her, well... We get you, Captain Rex. Pleasure to meet you, Miss Rayon. Cerebella's fine. Cerebella, please escort our new arrivals to the guest quarters. You'll find a bathroom there along with a change of clothing. Bring them to the cantina when they're done freshening up and we'll grab a bite together. We really appreciate the hospitality, Captain Rex. I'm famished. It's gonna be nice to have a proper meal, Pat. I can't wait. Uh, sure, great. Uh, this way. Okay, guys, give me your opinions on the Mendelssohns. They creep me out. They're really nice, but in an off-putting kind of way. Do you think their story checks out? Without any kind of ship logs, it's hard to tell. Anku, if you got a closer look at the ship and could run diagnostics, do you think you could find out more? Based on their fuel usage, I might be able to figure out a radius of how far they traveled at least. That would help narrow down the possible stations or moons they have visited. Their ship looks pretty beat up. I'm not sure they'd make it all the way back to the station. They could be added to the crew for the duration of our contract. Jonas, how do you feel about that? If you think these people will be okay for the long haul, then I'll support that decision. They'd have to be trained and carefully monitored until we know them better. We avoid taking them into any sensitive parts of the ship. All those areas need to remain locked down except for main crew access. No weapons, no engineering, and no cryo access. I'll get some passwords generated. I want a crew member with them at all times, with the exception of their quarters. They stay in the guest quarters for now. We can move them into the main crew quarter deck if it works out. I can pass along word to Ursula. I can let Sarabella know. With Gideon gone, we're a little shorthanded. Certain things he was responsible for will be a good match to get them started, like the garden. We're kind of taking a leap here. We don't even know if they will want to join the crew. Maybe they have other plans. What other choice do they have? I can offer to look at the damage on their ship, which will buy us some time to check things out. That works. Keep them away from Gilbin's artifact, too. How's he doing with that? Last I discussed it with him, he said he was making some big breakthrough with it. I'm guessing that's why we never see him. I guess I can understand that if he's making progress. I've been obsessed like that with my work. I wish we could just put the damn thing in storage so he'd be more focused on his work. Or for him to be honest about what he's doing with it. What do you think? I think the Mendelssohns are not the only ones who could be hiding something. I see you're both settling in. Yes, thanks, Captain Rex. 
Sarah Bella has been super helpful escorting us around. And this food is to die for. I know it's synthetic, but these vegetables are amazing. They even look real. That's because they are. So is the fruit. We have a plant habitat on the ship where we grow our own. Incredible. Any chance I can see it? Sure. Happy to show you. I was wondering, what are your plans? We'll be happy to help you refuel, but your ship isn't in great shape. That's been a concern for us, too. Pat and I aren't exactly skilled engineers. You can say that again, Terry. Pat and I aren't exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you. (laughs) Right. I was thinking that Gilbin could take a look at your ship and help you with any repairs before you head out. That would be very much appreciated, Captain Rex. And we'd be happy to help with the crew to pay you back. Pat and I pull our own weight. We don't want any charity. I was hoping you might say that. In fact, if you're interested, Pat, I could put you to work right away in the plant habitat. That would be grand. Where can I help? I don't know. What can you do? I'm not bad with computers. I can do basic maintenance, and I'm a decent navigator. He's a great pilot, too. Albeit a bit modest. Then you'll work with me on the bridge. We really appreciate this, Captain. You're a lifesaver. Literally. That meal was the best. Enough already. They can't hear us. Do you think there are mics in here? Do we miss a camera? I told you I did a sweep earlier. The room is clean. That tells us something about their security. I noticed cameras in the corridor while their guard dog was leading us around. Did you see her sidearm? They have some serious firepower. Yeah, I saw that. I was practically drooling over her gear. <laughs> Luckily, Captain What's-Her-Face jumped right on us joining the crew. This is going smoother than I thought. We can't rush. We're playing the long game here. We have to earn everyone's trust before we make any kind of a move. I know, Terry. When you're right, you're right. I don't know how you do that with a straight face. (laughs) We've had a lot of practice. Still, it looks like this one is going to take a while. So in the meantime, let's enjoy the game as long as we can. Hmm. That food was really good, though. It was, but I'm more interested in their weapons cache. Once we get to that, it won't take too much longer until this ship is ours. This episode of Void featured the voice talents of Lynn Chia as Sarabella Rayon, Ella Demby as Astrid, Shelby Hightower as Pat Mendelson, Karen Johnston as Ursula Nash, Frank Jutnowitz as the narrator, Sean McKnight as Jonas Aldridge, Joe Paul as Terry Mendelson, Simon Uluhojin as Anko Lumen, and Amy Teresa as Regina Rex. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com.